Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Christmas is coming up. Everybody has a wish, and we need to know what your fan base is wishing for from your team. Let's do it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, brought to you by DraftKings. My name is Jimmy. We got Trevor in California. We got Jake in Manhattan and BBD in the Bronx. A little triple remote episode, so be prepared for the internet bug to fight us. We got four different internets coming together and we're live streaming it, so it's going to crash at one point. Hopefully it's not brutal. Jake, how you doing? Sitting on the floor, wearing a sweater that looks very similar to the couch it does you. it does it's made out of the couch i i skinned the couch this morning to make this move the uh, blanket away and you might look like a floating head you have the white blanket it's my back you. pillow i'll do it as trev mentioned i'm having a bad time over here uh got boosted this morning uh through a little bullpen sesh yesterday whoops so both arms are feeling it got to get ready for you know blitz ball season 2022 mm. Mm. uh we we wrapped up the 2021 season and man we're wrapping up the whole year and we're wrapping up your team's christmas list we're back in five um <laughs> no uh, excited to uh excited to yuck with the boys when trev busts out his two four hat that's when i know it's it's gonna be a tasty day uh, hey, so you know, what's your hat about? Uh, me. So I'm I'm excited. You know, you brought me to this point. Yeah. We were talking last night. We were both pumping each other's gas a little bit, and I said, you know what? Today, it's not the 24th of December, but it's close enough. And me and the 24th have a lot in common. Do you know what it is? It doesn't matter what you think it is. Don't worry about it. James, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I love Christmas. Christmas week is really sneaking up. Really sneaking up on me. I haven't gotten my brother a present yet because I had a, something in oh, mind. No. And, and now it's like kind of like not an option, but I still might try to run with it. But we actually exchanged those presents on Christmas Eve. So I'm fine. But yeah, you're gonna write him an IOU. Day. No, probably just give him an empty box and say, "Give him one of your dogs." Could there's a limit? There's a limit on the price. I'd have to like you know get that vetted mm. out. Like how much is my dog worth? Kind of like you know Blue Book for dogs. Do they have that? That'd be a hilarious website. Of course they do. How old is it? Medical yeah. record? Like okay, your dog is worth fifty bucks. Like, Shit. I mean, if there was a if there was like a thirty dollar limit on the gift, I mean, technically, payment wise, like you've lost money on the dog. Like it's kind of worth negative, negative dollars. So I think that would play. Okay, mm. I'll ask Katie. Dogs are expensive. Are they? Some, like half. Okay. Sometimes you just find them. Those make for a great video. Oh, yeah. I, 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 did the, I did the pound route. I did the, I, did, I got two dogs from the pound. They're no longer with us. RIP. Hmm. Okay. So, just uh, to <laughs> let everyone know, we got 88 voicemails from you guys. I appreciate it very much. That's awesome. 
BBD appreciates it. Also hate you guys because you had to sift through 88 different voicemails to find the top like 15 that could fit into our time frame here. I'm sure there's a lot of repeats, a lot of fan bases calling saying the same wish. Uh, so credit to Beavers for going through those and credit to our audience for giving us 88 different voicemails. That's awesome. Thanks for engaging. Are you guys ready? Should we just jump in? Jake's not ready. Does anyone wear 88 in baseball? Is there any any double eights? No, it's like a bat boy, BB, a pitcher. We'll get our research team on it. I like it. Double snowman. I mean, it's a huge football. It's a huge hockey. Not so much basketball, I guess. Dude, I saw a guy playing defense yesterday with number eight. Billy Cock. Pardon me? Billy Cock. Uh, so Willie Cock wore number 88 and Ooh. Kyle Banks. La Pantera, guys. We I, we totally blanked on that. Chat Ooh, Bob, helping us there out. There you go. The chat is helping us out. What will we be without the chat and our fans? Nothing. Just absolute horseshit. I would just be a guy that blends in with his couch. <laughs> Albert Bell listed as the best to ever wear number 88. Mm. He was good. Good one. Or number eight with God, the Indians and fun, White Sox. Huh? But in Baltimore, they couldn't wear eight, so he wore 88. Joey. Let's let's get all the double numbers sexy. I mean, Hank Aaron kind of wrapped up 44. Mm. Judge is doing a great job on 99 right now. I think Gretzky kind of gets that one. Yeah. I think well, it kind of actually, I think it goes I Gretzky, it Gretzky Ryu, Judge. I wouldn't give it to Gretzky for baseball. I still would, to be like wow. honest. Go. That's, I think his son not... played minor league baseball. How about that? Who hasn't? Son-in-law is a pretty good golfer. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the first voicemail. Well, we're starting off with a double. Okay. All right. What's going on? Talking baseball. Hey, my name's Tyler, and uh, I'm an Angel fan. And I got to tell you, the one thing that my team really wants this year is Carlos Rodon. This guy can head a freaking rotation like nobody other. You know, last year he just showed that he could be one of the best pitchers in baseball, even over years prior. He hasn't really been so. I think that he should be the first guy that the Angels would go for after the lockout, solidify the rotation. Him, Otani, Syndergaard, and Patty Sandoval will just be so good. Man, I just can't wait for this lockout to finally end and we can finally see the Angels be as nasty as they can be. People are underrating them, boys. All right, thank you, guys. Jake sucks. Yes. What up, John Boy, Jake, BBD, Zach? How you guys doing? Trev? Uh, I'm in South Orange County. Big fan of the Angels here. My team, that's my boys. All right. I've the whole off season. I was saying that we should get Marcus Stroman. He went to the Cubs. That kind of pissed me off. He was a guy who pitches so many innings and is always healthy. And then we just didn't try. But I think the Angels should trade for Luis Castillo. I think he should be the best guy to help anchor the staff. And maybe if you got a few more bucks left over, get a Rodon or Kershaw. But I think Castillo is the biggest guy on the market the Angels can get. All right. Thanks, guys. Adds up to give two. Yes. Thank you to the two guys that called in representing the Angels. Adds up. And I think, you know, last time we talked about the Angels and I said 
I thought they still needed more starting pitching. And I think a resident angel fan, Nate Steele said that we do. Uh, he agreed because they have Lorenzen as a starter, but he's been a reliever. So they need a starter. Um, Rodon Castillo. So that's good to know. Angels fans are still just looking out there. Uh, the Reds are going to trade Luis Castillo, right? Like they, they basically said they're trading everyone. Him and Sonny Gray. This, this I'm in for it. I, I don't think they need one more starting pitcher. I think they need two more starting pitchers, and I like both of those guys. I mean, if you it, when you start to add depth like that, then we can we can start to wish upon your rotation and your season. Like you know, Syndergaard is. I hope he comes out and is freaking awesome and lights out, but it's a question mark still. Patty Sandoval, I dig him. Um, got a couple of his rookie card autos. My bad. So I'm wishing big things for him. But yeah, Carlos Rodon, and you get Castillo in there to go along with Otani. And the the Angels can hit. They can swing the bat. Like this is obviously what they need. I'm proud of our fans. Uh, I think when we did our Halos preview last year, we had some Angels fans get mad at us and be like, you know, stop with the starting pitching stuff. Like, actually, our guys are our guys. And I love you, but that wasn't right. <laughs> and, you know, they go out and they've gotten Noah. And, you're, you know, they do need to make if, – if they could sign one more guy, and I'm interested to see how the rest of the voicemails go, Carlos Rodon, man, he is sitting pretty because who knows what's going on with Kershaw. He's going to do whatever the hell he wants. Rodon is the best true free agent starting pitcher. I mean, after him, you're looking at like Grinky. You're looking at Tyler Anderson. Like he, uh, my guy's sitting pretty right now. I, I think he's going to get a big boy payday. Top five Cy Young last year. Lefty who pumps it. Let's go. I think with Rodon is he, I think is they, you know, they used him a lot earlier on. And I think the back half of the season, he averaged like four innings. He did get, um, you know, the White Sox were competing and he, they did non-tender him and then they did sign him, but you want you wonder about the shoulder and the innings and then the risk of having Syndergaard who you're big time worrying about the the innings and the arm and Rodon and I'd like them to get a sure thing. It sounds rude, you know, but um, that's why I like, I like kind of the second caller where he said like, go get Castillo and then go get um, Rodon or someone else in the back end. Cause Luis Castillo has made 30 starts, three of his last, well, in 2020, it was a half season. So, I mean, he's, he pitches and the results are always top line guy, three ERA, and he doesn't miss starts. So I'd like the angels to get another guy that like, doesn't have any really lingering doubt on uh compete. My compete thing. Like he's going to pitch majority of the games and he's going to give you a good outing because they still kind of have doubts. And then Rodon still comes with a little bit of that, even though the pitches he did throw in the innings, he did pitch last year were, phenomenal it's just i think he really tapered down towards the end of last season do we have anybody else coming up like prospect people 
that uh, are supposed to do it for them. Where's our guy Nate Steele? Is he in our chat right now? I'm looking at their you know top prospects. Reed Detmers, he's a starter, right? He's a legit prospect. Yep, but still very like fresh out of college. Yeah. Well, you look. It's been their need for a long time, and it's it's nothing to be ashamed about because it's a lot of teams' needs, but it's a big need. So yeah, go out. And to your point, James, like I said, like you got to just have insurance policies and depth. Depth is key. Like teams that have depth, like win. So I don't think you stop at one. I think you go for two. And then you just, now you have a bunch of, uh, I don't want to call them lottery tickets, but you have a bunch of chances. Some of them are going to work, some of them aren't. And you just need to hold a bunch of, you know, good ball players and good starters. That'd be good. Let's go next voicemail. My wish is for the Chicago Cubs to sign Carlos Correa to a 10-year deal or maybe Trevor Story uh, would love to get another starting pitcher. And uh, let's go. Let's get to NL Central. I know people think the Cubs are not in contention, but I think if we get Correa and, and another starter, we're in Maybe Nick Castellanos would be also a nice addition. Get his bat in there. Let's go, Cubs. Wow. After the Stroman signing, the Cubs are now a team where you're thinking, well, why would they spend that much money on the next two years if they're not going to spend more money on the next two years? So I think all Cubs fans kind of like wishes and and hopes changed and kind of up the ante. And I agree, and I kind of forgot that they are still players when we get out of this lockout to go get more guys. Otherwise, the Stroman deal is incredibly odd. You think they're in on Correa, Jake? Yeah, my my thing was I gave my Cubs speech. I think next year's the find-out year. Um, they've got so many guys in their starting lineup. You've got this crop of 30-year-olds that broke out last year. <laughs> go look at Rafael Ortega's staff. Frank Schwindle, Patrick Wisdom, they all had awesome, like, half seasons at age 30. So I don't really know what you do with that. Um, our guy, Ian Happ, watch out for him in the MVP race. Jason Hayward, and then they have all these young guys up the middle between Nick Madrigal and Nico Horner that, you know, guys who are legit prospects. Are we live still, Beavers? Yeah, we uh, the stream didn't die or anything. We're still we it's are all our it was just all of us. We should yeah, probably stop uh, like no fan graphs, baseball reference, and just shoot from the hip because that's that's what cra- that's what I toggled me up when I was started going through fan graphs. Really? And the internet started going. I have no idea how it works, but maybe we use less less and less. But I got to have the chat up though. I know I like the chat too. Maybe the chat on your phone. I don't know. There he is. There's that couch boy. Jake, I believe the last thing uh, you said was Nico Harner. A lot of Cubs stuff. I listened to it all, Jake. He was a great take, man. You, we you were in the void. I heard it as well. Yeah, I could hear it. <laughs> the three of us were in the void, so I saw the screen freeze, but I saw you guys. I kept rolling. Uh, next year's the find out what we got <laughs> year for the Cubs. I don't see them putting all their chips on the table next year. Do you this think year. Correa has a $300 million suitor out there? Is it the Yankees? And He already the, did, right? Well, the rumor was who? he turned down the Tigers. 10 for 300? I thought, I thought it, it was, was less than that. It was 275 or something like that. Okay. 
And dude, I mean, he was supposed to set the market. It's I don't. Do you see him getting over Seager anywhere? Yeah. And if he doesn't get a long-term deal that he wants, like, does he run it back in Houston for one year on a on a huge AAV? Like, I don't think he does. Like, you got to go get the money now. Like, whatever money you can go get, go get it. There's just he's gonna sign somewhere. I don't. I just don't know if he's gonna get as much as he initially thought. But he's gonna get a bag. I I'd assume. Wait and see. The Cubs, now we know, are part of that hopeful, wishing for it. Uh, Correa is going to get paid. I think, Trev, you know, huge fantasy football guys. It's playoff season now. Mm. I think I I'm going to compare week. it. I think I'm going to compare it to an auction draft when mm. you see one of the top players is up there and he's going below value and you're like, well, screw it. I'm the Phillies. I'm going to throw a bid on Correa if this is his exactly. price. Well, screw it. I'm, I'm the Cubs if this is Correa's price. And then it's eventually going to get back to where he is going to be the top dog. That's what I keep saying. During this lockout, teams are stewing there, looking at their rosters, like saying, like, what can we do? It's a big roster stew in the front office right now. Because they can't Jake's, talk to players, they can just look at them. Jake's more into witches brews than stews. Mm, I love a good stew. I have this recipe. I swear I'm gonna send you guys. I might just put it in the chat right now. It's excellent. Do it. Put it in the chat. Don't crash the chat all right the now. internet again, though. Let's go to the next um, voicemail. Yeah. yeah, go go Korea. Another double. What's up, boys? And hey, first off, I'd like to say, Jake, you're looking swole right now. That's what I'm talking about. But, uh, yeah, so I'm a St. Louis Cardinals fan, okay? And uh, I think the thing that I would like for them to do this winter is to sign Albert Pujols to a one-year contract. Reunion tour, baby. That was my guy growing up. I know he's kind of old now. He can't really <clears throat> do much. But, you know, that's, that's just go out with Wayno and Yachty. Why not? By the way, love the show, boys. Keep going. Wow. Okay. This is how's it fresh. going? This oh, talking double. Adam Jake sucks. Let's go Trevor Plouffe, hundred home run club. He's the best. Um, the St. Louis Cardinals are my team. Diehard fan, and we need some pitching, but mostly we need another bat. Either if there's a DH or just in general, we need a shortstop. And I want Trevor Story. That is what I want. I want to bring him back uh, to Nolan. I want to reunite them. The young sucks. Sosa's pretty mid. You know. We really need a shortstop, and with we were never going to get Correa or Seager, and we were never going to get Simeon. Story's kind of always been the only option for us, so I, I like Story. I want him, and uh, I could use Rodon too. You know, we need a starter. So yeah, Jake sucks. Wow, this is starting to open. I think a lot of people's eyes because baseball is such a sport where you don't really, you don't. Here, other fan bases, you're so regional and you listen to your radio, your Twitter, your whatever, like it is. We got a lot of teams that want think think they can get Trevor Story or that their front office is like looking around. And same with Rodon. Like, I think Rodon stock, not that it's maybe the price doesn't go up, but like the amount of offers that from fan bases at least is more than I would guess. Or I don't know. We'll just keep going. But I didn't have the Cardinals and Story on my watch list at all. Maybe it is. Jake says no. There were, 
there was a tweet out there circulating last night. It was going over all like the projected uh, stats for the Cardinals and how balanced their team is, and they're they're close. So like, this is what I'm saying. I, mean, I feel like I keep making the same point. When you're that close, like they think they have a really good team, but maybe they need something to go over the top. Like teams can convince themselves to go pull trades, you know, go out for a story. I, I don't think it's far fetched. I got to look at the payroll and see what they're willing to do. But if you're close and you got a window and you got Jack Flaherty leading the leading the way and you're still paying him nothing, like it's you could you could convince yourself to go after some of these big name guys. I'd like to see the birds get a little more pitching. I mean, you could say that for every team, obviously. I just think when we start talking the actual financial side of this in St. Louis, I know you're a great city and I know every owner has money, but if they pay Trevor Story, you're now paying Arenado, Story, and Goldschmidt. That's just it. Those are your infielders. You're paying them big boy money. I just personally don't see the Cardinals doing that. If they do, I do think that would make them like one of the favorites around baseball. Albert Pujols, I'm going to walk all over Trev and Chris Rose uh, when they tried to big-time me at first when Chris Rose just joined, and he was giving me a whole speech how Pujols is going to join the Orioles, and I said, Albert Pujols does one thing. He mashes lefties. Albert Pujols, last year, 2021, 939 OPS first lefties. Whoever brings them in, there's DH spots. Go hit some lefties, knock it around, and why not St. Louis and make it a story. I'm all about a good storyline. Win it for Albert. Let's have a day, babe. I have a, I have a question to your question as an answer. Yes. Mm. Why not Albert? Why not St. Louis? They're they're good and they're competing. And if they were not good, if they were not guaranteed to be competing for number one, I would say 100. percent Bring him back. If there's a DH in the NL, play him and make it the Pools reunion tour. But Trev, from a player's point of view, Cardinals players right now that are kind of have it weren't like, would that be annoying to have a platoon DH be the story every day and it be known as Pools reunion tour season when they're good and they're trying to win? And would it, would it be, a distraction that the players right now kind of would be like, why are this is a little bit of a circus when for compete year, or is there any of that? Or would everyone embrace it and love it because it's pools and everyone loves pools? Genuine question. Yeah, I think that's you gave yourself the answer there at the end. It's Pujols with the Cardinals. That's a whole different story here. You know, if we're talking some guy that has, you know, no history with the organization, he comes in. I've said it about guys. I'm not gonna say who, but go home. <laughs> Like give the kids a chance. There's always that sentiment because you're fighting for you know 26 roster spots and there's a lot of freaking baseball players. So there is that. You always want your chance. But Pujols going back to St. Louis, I think one, you're right. They wouldn't do it if they didn't think he could help them because they are. They're here. I mean, I am looking at their bench and it's thin. Like go ahead and look at Fangrass roster resource. Their bench. There's a bunch of guys. There's two guys with no service time that they're projected to have. You know, like having a guy who has a 930 OPS against lefties, I don't think it's a bad idea. I like it. He has so a kind role. of so He's kind of a thought in. process for all fans. If the DH goes to the NL and you need someone 
to hit lefties like Pauls. Like, what's great is there's a lot of those guys out there. You know, there's a lot of guys with that split. Like they can hit cross-handed uh, pitching. So this the DH being in the NL now, you know, hopefully uh, is going to open up a lot of jobs for those platoon DH days for sure. And I think that's cool. And let's bring the back the bench. Like I know our guys, Peter Moylan and Jerry Blevins kind of got screwed by the three batter rule, but Albert Pujols like start him against a couple lefties. So there's 50 games a year. And then you pinch hit them when they bring in that lefty reliever and you got two on like Albert Pujols is still a threat. Like let's bring back the bench. I know NL ball is dead and we use the bench. Let's actually bring back the bench and like use it in a fun way to make the product better. The only problem is the Cardinals don't have any lefty hitters. So I don't know if they're getting that lefty reliever. We got getting that. What they're getting uh like, they don't have a top lefty hitter that uh, an opposing team would bring a lefty reliever in. Oh, sure. That would hit in front of pools to yeah. kind of trap a lefty against pools. They are so, a heavy, right, right heavy right-handed team. So, I mean, yeah. Pujols maybe doesn't necessarily yeah. really fit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now that I'm looking at it, because they are all right-handed. There's Carlson and uh, Edmund that are switch. Man. Can you talk yeah. yourself into pinch hitting for Edmund? They need I don't know his splits. If I you want to bring Pulse in to face lefties, you need to put That's a lefty batter ahead of left. him to get the lefty in the game. So. Or I was thinking lefty start like a lefty starter, lefty, but, but that's they don't, fifty games. You know, like they James don't need they don't need that though. Look at their lineup. Look at their lineup. Now I'm walking back everything I'm saying. It's yeah, all righties. It's, it's all righties. Well, let's move on. Thank you to the two St. Louis callers. Appreciate it. What up, Talking Baseball? This is Jimmy from Rio Vista, California, calling in, talking about the SF Giants' number one Christmas wish. That's Joey Bart having a good 2022 season. He needs playing time, and he needs to get better at Major League at-bats. He's supposed to take the place of the now-retired Buster Posey, so the team is really looking at this guy to become their premier catcher. He's supposed to take over that role and become not really a leader in the sense that he'll be a rookie, but they do have pitching basically figured out for the 2022 season, they probably won't do a whole lot more. They'll have some reclamation pieces, but they want to have Joey Bart have a good enough season to where he can lead the team, hopefully, into the next decade. Thanks for the show, guys. Jake sucks. Can't have that. That's what I fucking want. Peace, guys. What was that quote at the end? What? What was the end quote that he said? Is that a Can't have that. That's what I fucking want. BBD, you're laughing. Is that from a show? I don't know, but it made me laugh a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was pretty good, I guess. Okay. No Thanks. context here. Don't be mad if it's really bad. Thanks, Jimmy. Uh, and the answer to this question about the San Francisco Giants is brought to you by my breakfast this morning, Magic Spoon Cereal. Mm. I had two bowls. It was delicious. I don't feel guilty that I had it. Zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving. Only 140 calories a serving. It's guilt-free adults, cereal for adults. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb. Build your own box. They got a ton of flavors. This morning, I had my com my concoction, the blueberry, the frosted, and the fruity all mixed in is one. Go to magicspoon.com slash baseball to grab a custom bundle of cereal. Try it today. 
Be sure to use our promo code BASEBALL at checkout, and you can save $5 off your order. They're so confident in their product. It's back with a 100% happiness guarantee, so if you don't like it for any reason, they will refund your money. No questions asked. Remember to get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash baseball. Use the code BASEBALL to save $5. So this San Francisco Giants fan caller, Jimmy, uh, is the first caller that's not asking for an addition to his team. He's just asking for the uh, the new catcher to improve, which may happen, but I think I, I just I want to have the conversation go this way. Giants fans are in for a little bit, maybe, of a rude awakening, losing one of the premier uh, hitting catchers, like uh, constantly OPS plus above 100, and they're going to maybe, I'm not saying this specifically about Joey Bart, See how nice they had it for a while. Yes. They had a unicorn. They really yeah. did. And I, I totally agree. Like once once you have one of those and then you don't have one, that's like going to a nice sushi place. You level up at sushi. You can't go back. Like if you go to your regular spot that's good, then you go to this, you know, other place, not as good. You hate it. And I think that's kind of what they're going to be dealing with there in San Fran. Unless our boy Joey, who who hit in AAA last year, he only played 67 games. There must have been some sort of lingering issue going on. Uh, but he's hitting the minor leagues. You know, big leagues are a little bit different. But we were rooting for Joey. be nice for the Giants to just have nice sushi, you know, again for the next decade. You As someone I mean. who eats traditionally bad sushi, um, I'm rooting for Joey Bart. Uh and I do think it deserves to be said, like, I know minor leaguers are minor leaguers are minor leaguers, and we're comparing him to a guy who's either a Hall of Famer or a fringe Hall of Famer, wherever you want to put him. So that is going to be, that's kind of eye-opening to me. That's just going to be a brutal ask, however it yeah. plays out. Um, and especially, you know, the Giants season was magical and it was awesome, and we'll see if they replicate it. If they don't, I mean, that's one of the easiest fingers to point, right? Because Buster Posey worked with the pitchers, and he was uh, everything he did offensively was also gross. Um, I mean, Joey Bart was like a top twenty prospect at one point, so the the guy definitely has real talent in there. It's just where does it land? And I mean, it, I think what Jim was trying to drive home is if Joey Bart plays a hundred and ten games for you and has a <laughs> has an OPS plus around 100, that's a pretty nice catcher. <laughs> and Giants fans have been used to something very different for the past decade or so. So uh, tough ass for Joe Bart. Is that's, uh, you're saying that if he has good defense. Because if, if you don't have good defense and you're hitting right around 100, you're, uh, you shouldn't be starting. I think defense is paramount at the catcher position. I think most teams would say that. You know, you just want to have a guy back there that's going to steal you some strikes. Uh, that can your pitching staff can have faith in, who can handle the pitching staff. The the bat is always a bonus. Uh, or the other way, you could just be an absolute banger and kind of like you know have a bunch of thumbs back there. But I, I think Joey's going to be fine. Look at his minor league track record. He's got an eight sixty OPS. Uh, throughout all the minor league seasons, usually they say you knock off around like fifteen to twenty percent off those numbers, something like that. Did I just make that up? I don't know. I've heard that sure. before. You take it. Sure. You take an eight hundred OPS, a seven seventy five, something like that from your catcher if he's playing decent defense, one hundred percent. Yeah, but do you know, like, 
a starting catcher is going to get how many plate appearances? They're going to play, you know, let's say 100 games, get like 400 plate appearances. Hopefully you want to play more than that, I, I think. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's maybe the rest days are way more now. But I'm saying, okay, so how many catchers do you think last year had 400 plate appearances and an OPS that started with an eight in baseball? Two or three. Three. JT Romuto, no, yeah, Will Smith, JT no, Romuto, Romuto didn't even have it. He had a seven he two. So, like you to say, for you to say, Joey Bart should have an eight hundred OPS is like a gigantic as a starting catcher. It's a gigantic ask. It's three people in all of like three catchers in all of baseball last year did it. So it's, I'm just saying, it's Giants fans. You're in for a little bit of an awakening where you have to lessen your. It is very, very, very rare to have a starting catcher who plays four out of five games have an OPS that starts with an eight. Hey, and Joey Bart, go be nasty. Let's let's spin this the positive way. Maybe in San Francisco, we get a little Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. The torch mm. is passed. Joey Bart's going to play an incredible decade of baseball. Rooting for that. I got a lot of his rookie cards, too. Come on, Joey. Trip has your rookie cards. And I want to circle back uh, to St. Lou for a minute because, you know, one of my favorite thing about podcasting is Trevor's eyes. After that, it's what you find along the way. And guys, the Cardinals, and we're looking at roster resource, mm. they don't have a DH yet because that's not legal in the National League. They're going to go out and sign a lefty DH. How yes. about a Schwerbo? How about someone yes. like that? So Cardinals fans, I know you have your eyes on Story or whoever. Look for some of these big lefty boppers because that's what your team's missing. Mm. Boom. You're welcome, GM Jake. Mm. Crushed it. Next on the table. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Uh, I'm a Pirates fan. My name's Alex. Hi. Uh, so um, a new team would be preferable for my wish list. But if we want something reasonable, uh, please just let O'Neal Cruz develop and we keep Brian Reynolds. And I'll probably be satisfied for a year. Uh, thanks, guys. All right, we have Pirates fan and, you know, one new team. Two, just keep Brian Reynolds. That's fair. And and a lot of teams, sorry, sorry to our Pittsburgh friend that called in. A lot of teams are asking for the exact opposite. Yes, for the, they want that for the guy. Pirates to give away Ryan Reynolds. What do we know about O'Neill? Uh, two last We've names. We've seen him. We've Paul. seen him. He looks different on the field. Like he stands out. Six seven. He didn't like that shortstop do that one time. Yeah, I mean, what's are they going to give him a shot? You know, I know they got a couple guys at the middle. Kotuk's kind of been playing everywhere. Uh, he got a couple of bats last year. Nine at bats, three hits, and a homer. That's take that into the offseason and pat yourself on the back. Do you guys mind if I get a little heightest? Yes. You always do. He's too tall to play shortstop. It's. Mm. 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 Just, they said the same thing about Cal Ripken, okay? Cal Ripken was what, 6'3? 4, 5. I think him and Jeets are about 6'4. Mm. This guy's 6'7. Yeah. Too low. That's a lot. That's a lot I of agree. body to like move that quickly. <laughs> Ripken was 6'4. Jeter was 6'. I thought Jeter was always 6'3. 6'3, yeah. 6'7. 
Yeah, six seven's a different. I totally agree. Like I, I see this guy put a little weight on him because he's six seven two ten. He looks skinny, but that doesn't sound too skinny. Six seven two ten. Like that sounds like pretty nice build, but he looks skinny when we saw him. But I envision this guy. Imagine this. Imagine you're playing shortstop. You're playing third base, and you get a ball in the hole, and you got to spin and wheel and throw it over to first base, and you got O'Neal Cruz, big body, hitting homers over there with his arms stretched out and can pick it from anywhere. That's like a new breed of first baseman. Six mm. seven. How many six seven first basemen have there been? I mean, that's the thing, man. We're six seven is rare air anywhere. It's rare air, like. Uh, you know, thir- third baseman aren't six seven. Like we're talking big, sexy Richie Sexton. Uh, I mean, guys like that. So here's my thing, and this is the perks of being the Pittsburgh Pirates. Let's throw him out at shortstop and see if the kid can break it for half a season. And guess who he's got at third base? He Brian Hayes, a dude mm. who's supposed to be a special, like kind of all time defensive third baseman. So O'Neill, don't even worry about third base. Key's got it. Play up the yeah. middle a little bit, and let's see what you got. Trev, I kind of like the the freakish first baseman athlete of the future because we always yeah. talk about how it's undervalued. I think you throw the kid out there. Let's see what it looks like. We love Alejandro Kirk because he can break the mold the opposite direction. Let's see what O'Neill's got. And then if you got to throw him in the outfield uh, or first freak first baseman or whatever, but... I mean, let, let's see this dude play, because if he can be, a, I don't know, a, a brand of a, a Aaron Judge light for the Pittsburgh Pirates, that's fun. That makes you want to watch the Pittsburgh Pirates, and that's what they need. Start Cole Tucker, you fools. You fools. I, I just did some quick research. I think Judge is the only listed uh, taller than 6'7 position player in baseball. Active six, seven or taller, active position player in baseball. So, you know what I love? Sex, sin, Richie Sexton. The chat gave me that one. Six, seven, played first base and some outfield, two time all star. Got MVP votes. It's been done before. I think he had some fun nights. Big, sexy Richie Sexton. Are you kidding me? From Brush, Brush Prairie, Washington. They grow them big up there. Mm. Richie, are you saying Richie Saxon played short? Did I hear you? No. no, first base. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's ever been a uh, six, seven shortstop. How does Richie Saxon had 306 homers? Yeah. Only produced 18 war with that many homers. The, the defense probably wasn't there for all rich. Trev, when you say, when people say, you know, part of the 100 home run club, like that's so cool. I've like made that up though. That's not like a real club. I've like made it up, but you know. Yeah, but I mean, but you know, it's what, uh, what did the, the Brewers bench coach say to us when we talked to him, Pat Murphy? He said something along the lines of, yeah, all these guys have long careers in the pros. Then when they retire because they're not Hall of Famers, they just go around saying they sucked. And it's like. It's he true. had 100 home runs. Like it's fucking. I kind of did bro. the opposite. I sucked. And then I tell people, eh, I, I could play. I could that beat some middle right. schoolers. There's a lot more. There's a lot Trav, of Trav, current debate going on. Yeah. Uh, not really a debate. 
um, it's a new TV show we're pitching. Jake, if we drop Jake, okay, randomly, um, onto a middle school baseball team, how many teams would he be the best player on the team? Middle school? Yeah, you got like 14-year-olds. You know, some kids are big in middle school. Oh, my. Like the best of the best 14-year-old. Could you beat him? Not a lot 14-year-olds, no, no. by the way. Yeah. Well, 13, I think, is... Grader. 13 is 8th grade. I, I think you'd you'd physical him to death. I know you. Low man wins kind of guy. I You'd intimidate him. I think he could do it. Someone actually posed this question to me on Twitter. My good friend, um, he said, how many or what at what age could a bunch of ex-pro players play with their opposite hands? So like I throw lefty, like at what age could teams beat us eventually? Isn't spring the end of the year? Baseball's the start of the beginning of the year is spring starting. Okay, then not a lot of 14-year-olds. Because I was because a lot of eighth graders are 14 when eighth grade ends. I was 12 in eighth grade. A lot of third graders in the chat, 13-year-old eighth graders in the chat saying they would wax you. So I know. I'm ready to get waxed. But you were really young. Because I was 14 when I think I, you, most people turned 14 started that year. Most people turned 14 eighth grade, yes. But it's a spring sport, not a fall. So that's where you get help. I think they turned 14 freshman year. No, you turned 15 freshman year. You turned 16 sophomore year. You turned 17 junior year. You turned 18 senior year. Jake That's had a late birthday. You were just very, very young for your age. I was young for my grade, too. The answer lies somewhere in the middle. Um, yeah, it's going to be a great YouTube headline. Uh, Jake gets waxed by middle schoolers. Um, I'm oh, yeah. giving him 7 out of 10 schools. But like, and that's low. Go to California. That's, that's no, low. I think the lowest more. of the office. You go to California. I just don't nine think and it's... a half. I would have whacked. Like when I was thirteen or fourteen, yes. I was I would have whacked right. you. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yes. Huh. Okay. You and Delman Young were on a a team at that age. Delman would have whacked. Delman was throwing ninety miles an hour. So Delman would have waxed me. Yeah, you're right. Still would. You got the whole Northeast though, Jake. Northeast, Midwest, a couple big boys. Next voicemail. Did we even answer the question? What was the question? That was uh, O'Neill Cruz, O'Neal and Cruz Keith Ryan yeah. Reynolds. Not a question. Yes. They're letting us know what they're wishing and for. O'Neill yes. short up in those two games last year. Let the boy eat. Hey, guys. It is Sam from Sam Sports Talk. I am here with a Christmas wish for you guys. I'm a huge Yankees fan, okay? And obviously the one thing that we want to figure out by the end of the offseason is what's going on over at first base. Is Rosa going to come back? Are we going to use Voight? But I guarantee you guys have heard this one a million and one times, probably in these voicemails, is that we need to get Matt Olson to New York. Fantastic left-handed bat. Gold Glover over there at first base. My number one priority for the Yankees is Christmas. All I want for Christmas is you, baby. Matt Olson to the Yankees. Have a great day, guys. It's a like big one guy. in Yankees world. I don't think it's the number one on the list uh, since they currently have some first baseman that can play there and they have zero shortstops that can be the opening day shortstop. So 
but it is uh Yankees fans got a lot of wishes right now. I think number one in Yankees land is a shortstop. Where do you guys land on that? I mean, I'm sure you've talked about it a bunch. I'm talking Yanks. We like, just did an entire episode all on just all the shortstop options. So if you're interested. I saw you point a, uh, a fake gun at Jake's face. Yep. It was rude. Well, no, that's tradition. We've been doing that since 2018. You make a lot of different decisions when a gun's to your head, Trev. You gotta, you're really honest with yourself. Jake said Korea's coming. Yeah. Gun no spoilers. No. no spoilers. No spoilers. Yeah, it's just uh, I don't I don't know who's app actually going to empty the bankroll for Correa. Like it's if the Dodgers come into play and Trey Turner would have to play second, or Correa would have to agree to play third. Which tell Carlos Correa, the best shortstop, Platinum Glove winner, mm. that you're signing with the Dodgers to play third base. I just don't see that happening. Um. Matt Olson, man, it seems like such a goddamn fit, that lefty swing, Yankee Stadium. He's kind of a Yankee. I know he's got a nice beard. What? But, like, he's, he, like, he, he shakes a firm. Like, Trev, no, we're saying this as a shot at the Yankees. Like, the Yankees have gotten a little too boring. Like, the Yankees love boring. But Matt Olson, like, he wears a nice vest, and he shakes your hand firmly, and he, he says the right thing. Like, the Yankees need a little more swag, a little more uptick. I mean, Matt Olden's beautiful, and he'll date my daughter. But it, that lefty swing at the stadium, and go check out his statistics. He's incredible. Um, it's just who else is going to pay the troll toll to see that boy's hole? Because, I mean, he's awesome. Oh, my God. What the f- I'll taste other dudes. I think. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't. I think he's more swaggy than you give him credit for. That's what I think. I think you put him in the bright lights in New York. The guy might develop something. He's Mark Teixeira, but cooler. I think. I don't know about the statistics how they line up. I, I know Mark Teixeira wasn't. That's tough an, an to amazing. like. Back, Mark Teixeira is like one of the most zero swag players to ever play in the MLB. So it's tough to say like he's a notch up from that because that means that like he gives a good high five. Basically, you didn't let me finish. I feel okay. like. Tosher is the kind of guy you don't worry about in New York. He's not going to cause any ruckus. I think Matt Olson's the same thing. Not going to get in any trouble. I think along those lines are the same. But I think, I mean, just the way he finishes, like that finish is uh, Matt Olson has a finish that nobody else has. Like he's going to turn that into something. The crowd's going to love it. He's going to develop that under these big bright lights. He's playing in Oakland right now. That's as gritty as it comes, dude. Like, let him, let him get some. I think nice you and Jake dinners. are saying the same thing. Then I think you guys are saying yeah. the same thing. So while he's not number one on my wish list, it would be very nice. Okay, I'm a greedy Yankees fan. I got three yeah, wishes. Who's your? Who's your? I mean, I don't want to give away your whole episode, but do you have like a shortstop that you're keen on? No, it's basically what it boils down to is that if the Yankees don't sign Correa or Story. And I think I'd rather Story on a shorter contract. I, just the 10 years scares me, even though Correa's could be the best option. They also couldn't be the best option. They're very similar numbers the last couple of years. Story just had a weaker last year. Uh, I, I lean Story right now. I reserve the right to change my mind. But if they don't that's get one of those two, they're like, they're like fucked. That's, what, that's what's crazy is story just gets like overlooked. Like, yeah, he's just going to take a like, two-year deal with no money. It's like, bullshit. This guy's a player. You think his agent's yeah. going to roll over? Like, no, he's still going to yeah. cost money. 
I think like the last three years, they have the same OPS plus um, defenses there. And there's concerns about Story's arm, but Story can steal bags like crazy. So hmm. it's, you know, have a good year when you become a free agent. It changed a lot. That's true. Oh, um, this was a something, a comment that I didn't say a while ago is do you, is the Cubs, Jake, all those 30 year olds that like are having a good year. Like don't try to tr- see if anyone's got interest in some of those guys. It seems trade like in, trade interest. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they have trade value because they only have like a half season of work. I would, I would pepper, just pepper feelers around. Pepper some feelers. of those, some of those guys that, not saying all of them and not saying specifically any. I have no idea. One of those guys' value will never be as high as it is right now. Others might come back up. Pepper. Even if it's not much, it'll never be more than it is now for some of them. Schwindy City, I, I baby. Mean, yeah. Trust me, they're thinking about all these options. You know, suck to see Patty Wisdom have to leave. Chicago, but dude, if that means he's just going to get like a real opportunity somewhere, I mean, he's going to get an opportunity in Chicago too. So it's it's not like he's blocked. Yeah, I'm excited to see what those guys do next year, wherever they're at. Let's uh, move on to the next voicemail. Another double. double. All right, my favorite team, the Boston Red Sox. Their Christmas wish, simple as this: Kyle from Waltham. Dude mashes. He's the heart and soul of the team. Buying pizza for those firefighters. And uh, just opened up a spot in the outfield for him. Hunter Renfro traded to Milwaukee. We know JBJ is not going to play every day. His bat doesn't live up to that. But Schwarber, my man, he rakes, he mashes, crushed Cole in the playoffs, crushed pretty much everyone last year. He's going to be what the Red Sox need for a great 2022 season market. Hey guys, my name's Jack from We Got Life, and my favorite team is the Red Sox, of course, and my number one Christmas wish for them has to be Trevor Story. Graham, I mean, you left the toilet seat up again. I do not want to have my ass in I'm the doing, toilet seat. I'm doing a voicemail. What? No. Go put the, you need to remember to put the toilet seat. Bye, guys. <laughs> okay, so we got <laughs> Jack, uh, and uh, I don't know what the first one was. What did Jack want? Besides, his, his, mom, his mom put her ass in the water again. <laughs> Been there, Mom. Story to the Red Sox? Get yeah, out, everyone get wants Story. Here. Yeah, what do they need him here. for? That first time you fall in the toilet is tough. Um, <laughs> no, it, it, you know, it, the it toilet goes... in Puerto Rico was huge. I was like, Katie, I don't know if I think I'm going to fall in. This is like steady. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, this, again, the fantasy football auction equation, I think, the Boston Red Sox, I, I think, is this Bogats last year in his contract? Um, yeah. So they're just they're daydreaming. You bring Story to play short. You move Bogats to second because uh, his defensive stuff has has never been great. And I, you know, he's about to hit. He's twenty nine, heading towards thirty. Um, and then you can kick Kike out to center to man it with Jackie Bradley Jr. I get where the daydream happens, but again, at Red Sox needs. I don't think story or Correa's final price tag lands where they want it. Um, Schwarbo. Absolutely. I mean, that guy, uh, I mean, when he's making fun of himself at first base, if you want to hit one 450 and go yard, or if you want to slap one off the monster, 
He's a he's a beautiful creature. Everyone wants Schwarber. Everyone wants Story. It's just bottom line here. Schwarber's a good fit for the Red Sox. They they should really bring him back. I think. I agree with that. Like the caller said, like just like personality wise, fun wise, there's spots for him to play. Dimensions of the stadium aren't perfect for him, but I think he's. Uh, I mean, in a playoff game or like down the stretch to not a playoff game, down the stretch to botch a play and then make the same play later in the inning and just wave to the crowd and take a bow for yourself. That is some like balls and fun personality that, that fits in, in that area. So, but you know where you get that too? experience in big ass games, which he has, and that is a Mm -hmm. welcome, you know, trait for any team. I, I love the, Schwarbs, man. If the DH wasn't coming, I think he's guaranteed back on the Red Sox. But after lockout, if they come back, and he's definitely a guy that's waiting this out. Same with Jock, probably like waiting out. If, as soon as they announce DH in the NL, then it's going to be much bigger bidding season for these guys. Is he the best straight up hitter who's a free agent? I no Freddie Freeman and Castellano. So no. All right, next caller. Thanks. Ne- next caller. Uh, yeah, Brewers number one uh, Christmas wish this year is to actually give Brandon Woodruff some run support when he's pitching. <laughs> I think a lot of people in Milwaukee would agree with you. What's up with that? Trev, did you ever have a guy that your team just never scored on that day and they wonder if it was because he worked slow or just it happened? Um, it's usually your good pitchers, honestly. Because <laughs> yeah. you know that, you you know, it's like, you know you don't got to score a bunch, I guess. You can you can breathe a little. I played with, on a lot of teams that didn't have great starting pitching, so there was a lot of times we were behind and then – there'd be a couple games where we're like, okay, we're, we're probably going to be in this one. So it was a, almost a different feeling. They have so many good pitchers. I think it's kind of just a, a random thing, but actually, no, it's not a random thing at all. I'm sorry. It's, they need better offensive players on their team. Can I tell you guys a story that Jack from Boston mom reminded me of that? My mom is going to be upset that I tell to you guys. Yeah. When I was a freshman, I my my cousin lived with me, and he was a, a sophomore in high school, and we were best friends and always like fucking with each other, and we shared a bathroom, and I put Saran wrap un- mm. underneath the seat, you know, the old prank, like, like invisible, um, wondering if I could get him, and my mom was going upstairs and had to pee so bad, and mm. instead of going to the bathroom in her room, just went to the main hall bathroom. And just flipped it up, sat down, started peeing. And she said it just started splashing up right between her legs, back up in her face. <laughs> and she had to like dig in there and rip the saran wrap in half. She's so bad at me. Oh my God. This is 10 times better than my cousin pissing, standing up and peeing. And he would have saw it. And it was like, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, if you're like a 14 year old boy who has a good relationship with your mom, go saran wrap her toilet seat. It's hilarious. Don't it's do that. I, I'm do gonna it. be the other side. Don't do that. Do it, Teddy. Go do it. <laughs> then, then you gotta clean hey, it up. Hey. Who's 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 cleaning mom's pee up? I think she did. 
Oh, well, it's that's kind horrible. of a rule. You got to clean up your own pee unless you're like a baby. Yeah. God, that's like double, you know, first you get splashed yeah. and you got to clean up your own pee all over the place. Yeah. That's that's pretty brutal, James. I'm going to say. Oh, well, I wasn't meant. Well, I had an out because I was like, Oof. why'd you use that toilet? That's not your bathroom. That's a bad out. That's a bad. Oh, out. it is. Bad out. <laughs> that's a bad out. My you mom would have taken her shoe deep. off and, you know, thrown it at me a few times. Maybe it smacked Well, we were at like it. school, you know? Like I did it in the morning, so it would happen when we got back from school. So we, I wasn't even home when it happened to her. So by the time I got home, like, you know, she was laughing about it. Okay. Anyway. Next you caller. Guys know who, you guys know who'd be a good fit for that Milwaukee offense? Kyle Schwarber. Schwarber and Story, yeah. <laughs> story, dude. Yeah, I'm, look, dude, I'm on their roster resource. Like their, their lineup isn't you know, striking fear in anybody right now. Their pitching does and their defense can, but they need to add somebody. And I assume they will. They have the payroll flexibility to do that. So we love the Brewers. Double. What's up, boys? My name is Vaughn. I'm from beautiful Sussex County, New Jersey, but I'm a Nationals fan. Um, For Christmas this year, I hope the Nationals sign a bunch of – veterans and um just a bunch of veterans to short short-term deals that we can flip at the deadline just for some some prospects just to help the rebuild train get out of the station thank you guys merry christmas That's i completely agree jake hi my name is Sonola. i'm an ass fan and as an ass fan what i want for christmas is for mike rizzo to please sign free agents that aren't over the age of 35 because so far we've only signed two people, and I'm going to be real. I don't know their names, but I do know their ages, and they're both over 35. We need new young people because we are trying to rebuild our team. That's the whole point of why we tanked at the trade deadline. Mike Rizzo, I swear to God, please sign some young people. I don't care if they're good or not. You can make them good. All right. So I think they signed uh, Luis Avalon and – uh Caesar Caesar Hernandez is that they signed him. Um, I think they brought back LCD's Escobar too. They did. I kind of like the first caller's understanding of it. Like, hey, if we're rebuilding and ghosts like at the end, at the end of um the signing period when spring training starts and you have that veteran camp of like guys that still want to play but haven't been given deals, just go give them some one year deals and hope. Some of them play themselves into a trade, and then then you you rebuild that way. They also have like, who do they have? They have Josh Bell that, that he can get traded. Yep. Yeah, they have an interesting time up there. I'm just it's Juan Soto and the boys. No offense to anybody up there. I mean, Juan Soto's twenty three point two years old. When he's 28, is he going to be Barry Bonds? Like, is this is, is that who we're going to be comping him to? Like, who else would you comp that guy to when he matures and is really strong and has been has seen a million pitches in the big leagues? He already looks like he's seen that. He's only going to get freaking better at the plate. Like, it's almost scary to think how good of a hitter he's going to become. I mean, he already is, obviously, but like, there is he's going to get better. Baby Ruth. A lot of money. Baby Ruth. 
Uh, that division's gnarly. I, national fans probably hate this, but the perfect time to rebuild. Like, yeah. Phillies in three years are going to stink. Mets in three years are going to stink. Braves will probably be good because they're a really well-run franchise. Marlins, we'll see what happens with their young guys. They could be at their final good year or in a complete rebuild. Uh, I know it sucks, but yeah, go get some veterans. If you start winning games, you're always going to point back to 2019. Remember how old Howie Kendrick was? Um, that'll be fun. Uh, and if you don't do that, I love Schwarber and Story for them. <laughs> <laughs> by my calculations we have two voicemails left let's get let's, let's do the next one so we have four left there's doubles 14 doubles. doubles i didn't know about the doubles yeah and here's another set of doubles Double. hey what's going on talking baseball i'm uh repping out here from san diego my name's dakota I'm a big padres fan and uh Honestly, after last year, my, my biggest Christmas wish that I could ever ask for is uh, just something to go right, something to go right, you know. I mean, we got we got everything in place. seems like we got a baller coaching staff. We got Bob Melvin in there, talked him right underneath the A's. And, uh, you know, it's all there for us, man. I mean, we got Tatis. We got some of the best players in the game, some of the best pitchers in the game. And uh seems like, you know, maybe with a couple more moves in the offseason we could – be right there, but uh, just takes a little luck and it's something that San Diego doesn't seem to have too much of. But uh, it's all there for us, man. So hopefully, just something to everything to go right. That's my biggest Christmas wish this year. All right, take care, you guys. Later. Oh, what's up, Tom? What's up, Trev? Sorry, Jake. I forgot about you. I'm actually not sorry. Oh, I really don't like you. Um, <laughs> right to the Padres. Hot take. I know. They need an outfielder. Right now, they have is Trent Grisham and Will Myers. Who will play left field? You know who will? Chris Bryant. He likes the fame. Padres got the money. Scott Boris, I don't know. Kind of annoying, but Bryant to the Padres. See you later. Love you, John. Love you, Trev. I hate you, Jake. I hope that kid's not a badass middle school baseball player because you're getting beamed. The challenge is on. I want that kid. BBD, we got his number, right? We got his number. Yep. Text him right now. Say, Could it be his mom's text. number. I don't know if that kid's got his, his own phone yet. That's text him right now. Yeah, in the Blitzball court. Yeah. Ask for a picture of him and we'll figure it out from there. Send him a Christmas gift, and it's just an invite to, a, to <sighs> you and him. One ass match. kicking. <laughs> <laughs> one coupon for one uh, do, do, one ass kicking. The first caller, not much to add. Something to go right. Sounds great. Second caller, Chris Bryant in the outfield. Do you like this, Jake, that your, your, your enemy uh, wishes for? Man. I guess when I think of Padres, I don't jump to Chris Bryant as the missing piece in my head. I mean, he's an awesome baseball player. So, like, if if they get Chris Bryant, um, that's huge. And right now, they kind of have an outfield spot open. We know they want to use Profar in a util role, um, especially if they add the DH. So, yeah, they could use another stick. Um, 
if it's Chris Bryant, celebrate. Any team that gets Chris Bryant, celebrate. Um, don't have to tell you about Schwarbs and Story. I, uh, Jim, something I fell into uh, that I mm. think, you know, something to put our sights on. Mm. Talk about a team. I think you said it for the Red Sox last year. Their April is going to be huge. Like, they need to get the train out of the station. Um, and then after that, right around the All-Star break, like, can't coast in, can't coast out. That team... That team's energy this year, they need positive Clevenger tweet vibes. Mm. I was going to yeah. say that this is a sprinkle team. Like, sprinkle them for the division. Sprinkle them for the World Series. But then I'm looking here at uh, VegasInsider.com. They are the one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh overall favorites to win the World Series. Vegas is on them already. I mean, they're they're ahead of the Brewers, they're ahead of the Giants, the Blue Jays, the Red Sox, the Mets, the Cardinals. They're, they're, it's going to be a fun year if you're a Padres fan. As bad as 2021 went for you, I think 2022 is going to be a really good year for them. When they're we start doing TP, when we start doing TPPs again, I'm going to really have to figure out where I stand on the Padres. Yeah, kind of, kind of like uh, I don't know. They were like uh, mean to me personally. Hmm. Huh? I don't know. If you just Man. go look at the roster in, in a vacuum, forget about 2021. It's a nice, it's a nice looking roster. I'd like to bite into that roster, if you know what I mean. We Jim, you just mentioned Cubbies and how, hey, they signed Strowman. So how else are you gonna supplement, you know, the payday in a little window? I mean, like the Padres are in the goddamn teeth of it, man. Uh, Clevenger comes back. Snell, is he down to two years left? Darvish, like Joe Musgrove. It's it's happening. The, the Padres are going to be active when baseball kicks back in, and I don't think we have talked about them enough. So I like that little fucking dweeb that called in that's going to get his shit pushed <laughs> in by me. I uh I want the Cubs to sign Bryant Rizzo and Schwarber. I decided. Oh, I like that. Cubs West. No, I want the Cubs to sign them. Oh, just bring the and boys like, back. Bring them back, and we got a bunch of uh, prospects for them. The Yankees did that with Chapman, right? Or who did that? Yeah, with but this Chapman? would be all three. I keep thinking, like, if Cubs fans think they're going to go sign Correa or Story and like spend all this money. What if they just brought back the gang? They missed Baez. They're out on him. Yeah. All right. Go Padres. Yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, long time listener. Uh, I would say as a Royals fan, um, probably our number one item on the wish list is uh, for Nicky Lopez to uh, turn it on again. For uh, next season, it would be really cool if he could keep up the all-star pace that he uh, he had last season. Uh, anyways, thanks, Jake Sucks. You do suck. Nicky Lopez. Just stay good. It's not that big of an ask. Yeah, I mean, it was a big jump last year. From the last two years. So, I mean, he got, he played in 56 of the 60 games in 2020, and it was not 
kind to him. So for him to bounce back is amazing. I got a couple statements slash questions. Um, our guy, Holly Jolive, Jack Olive, Jolly Olive, did a video on Nikki Lopez. Go check that out. Statement. Jim, you're kind of my go-to on this. And Trev, I mean, you're you're on the pulse of everything. Mm. Going by Nikki. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. What do you want him to go by, Nick? His his um his nickname according to baseball reference is shorts. Like that. So uh yeah, Nikki is a tough one. I have a cousin who still goes by Nikki, but probably just with his family and friends, not with like the public. I would guess he gets called that everywhere. But I I go by Jimmy, and it's a very similar situation. I was told my whole life that I'd have to go by Jim when I became an adult, and it just never happened. So maybe Nikki was told his whole life, like, you're not gonna stay Nikki. You're, you're, and it just never happens. Sometimes it just doesn't happen. Okay. I guess there's Fancy a big the, history of Jimmy's, though. Yeah, there, yeah it's, it's much good, more common than people. an adult. There's not a lot of adult Nickies. Yeah. I get what you're saying. But look, 26 years old, the guy breaks out. That makes sense. Okay, 24, 25, you're finding yourself. You're learning your body. You're feeling new things. You're touching new places. Takes a little bit. 26, you figure it out. Then you start, you know where the places are. You go straight to them. You work them. 27, things get better. 28, okay, okay. Nikki Lopez, do you, dog? And you got to say his whole name. Someone in the chat said that. It makes a lot of sense. If you say Nikki, no good. Nikki Lopez, I like that. That's a baseball name. Yeah, I guess I guess the only part that's tough for me is I could see, you know how they, they do it with Gordon Hayward, they did it with something else, was, uh, you know, they show the picture of them young, and they meme it, and it's the meme like, you know, Gordon Hayward went from, I'll have your daughter home by midnight to now your daughter calls me daddy. Like, I could mm. see... Three years from now, we're talking about a Nick Lopez all-star shortstop who it's like, Nicky Lopez is now Nick Lopez. Tom Ace mm-hmm. in the chat said that someone called Nicky slash Nicky, N-I-K-K-I, is always hot, and I knew a Nicky who was very attractive girl that I liked wow. a lot. So maybe Tom Ace is on to something. Nicky? I don't know if I knew any Nickys. N-I-K-K-I. Yeah, I knew a new one. My one of my best friends yes. in the world. Go on. Named Nick Santoro, just like the guy Nicky Santoro uh in <laughs> Casino. Mm-hmm. One of my best That's friends cool to this day. I just talked to him yesterday. Pretty cool. That's awesome. That's the end of the story. <laughs> so well, the last voicemail. Two more things. Last set of doubles, though. Yeah, Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, number one Christmas wish is for Clayton Kershaw to return and retire a Dodger. However, my personal Christmas wish for him personally is that he gets exactly what he wants, whether that's retirement, 
uh, wow. signing a multi-deal with the Dodgers or if he wants to continue playing close to home with the Rangers or, or whatever, uh, it'd be that. Main thing is, is, for me, is that he gets what he wants. Hey, what's wow. up, Talking Baseball? My name is Daniel, and I'm calling from Los Angeles, California. And then I also want to wish you a happy holidays. But anyways, my favorite team are the Los Angeles Dodgers, and my biggest wish for them is that uh, we need some starting pitching. We're, we're like we're lacking there, and then we're like next next season we're only guaranteed, um, basically only guaranteed Walker Bueller and Julio Rios. We do also have David Price and Tony Gonsolin, but we don't know where, where like what we get from them. So like um, yeah, that's probably what we need the most starting pitching. Like that would be great, and uh, probably two starters. One would be good too. Maybe Clayton Kershaw. I don't know. Uh, but thank you so much. Keep on doing what you're doing. You're super. Like, you guys are great. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Bye. Um. Okay. I like the first caller a lot. Just wants Kershaw to be happy, which is delightful. Um. Also, like a lot of Kershaw retirement talk. I don't know. I don't know. I don't listen to a lot of Kershaw like rumors or interviews. I mean, the guy's 32 years old. He's not retiring. I mean, I think he's probably looking for five years, hundred mil contract, like what Bumgarner Ooh. got, but a little up. Bumgarner got I don't think, five years. You think he's gonna want to pitch for that long? He's 32. I don't know if he wants to pitch for that long. At least he might say, "I want to pitch for that long," but like let's let's break it down like a three and a two, and we'll go from there. Well, he's going to want opt-outs for sure. But, I mean, what did Madison – what did Bum get? When Bum was 29? Was like 580? 580? 580? I mean, Kershaw's still really, really good. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, it's just it's whatever he wants. Just like the caller said, whatever he wants. It's basically what Kershaw's going to get. And what's crazy is – Okay, but if he uh, wants five for 100, he, you think he can get that, right? I don't know. He's from who? He's still, well, from from who? From who? That's the thing. From one of the thirty teams. I mean, I mean, don't make me. Yes, yes, sad. yes, yes. I think he can. I don't know if the Dodgers will go there. I don't know if they will. I don't. I don't know what their plan is. And it's crazy to think about. All we ever talked about last year at the beginning of the year was, hey, the Dodgers have like infinity starting pitchers above average. And then now we're talking about, hey, it's a little thin there. Dustin May, TJ. Uh, Kershaw still, you know, not signed. <coughs> Trev is done. Dead. He's out. He's Trev gone? had a coughing fit, and now he's gone. I think I inhaled like an actual dust something. Merry Anyways, crazy to think that we're talking about their pitching after what we said about them earlier last year. That first yeah. caller sounded like a, a phenomenal lover. Um, he just cares so much. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, I mean, I, I think Clayton's going to get kind of what he wants. Like, he's still a legend, and he's not bad. Like, he got a little banged up. There's a ton of mileage. but Wait, uh, we're done again. You got to judge someone like that differently. No, I think they said RIP to you, Trev, because you died. Oh, I yeah, we were I think done. Was... everyone was frozen on my screen. God, Trevor. You guys aren't I'm frozen. Out. You're not frozen for me. Toggle your video. You're a killer. Um, You're back now. 
we're back. That's huge. Uh, Clayton, dude, I, here's maybe this is a hot take, and I I genuinely don't know if Dodgers fans will hate this or love this, but doesn't it? It kind of seems like a pretty clear move on point. Like again, this is Kershaw's decision. If he wants to stay in LA, it's fine. But like you know, they got they got the ring in 2020. His the next part of his career isn't going to be the same. Clayton Kershaw, like I think that's fair to say because he was one of the best pitchers ever, and he's getting older. Like, doesn't this seem like if there's ever a time to shake hands and keep it moving and go back home to Dallas? Like, yeah, like this seems like a pretty clean break to do it. Depends on what he wants. And I think you said the same thing about him like two years ago. And then he, he's been really good since he, I mean, Scherzer and, and Wayno were, you know, big, big guys. Like it's just got deals and 38 and 41. Like he's 32 years old. We're talking about someone. I know he's, he's got a lot of miles on him, but if you're just looking at age, like I, if he says, I want to pitch two more years, and 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 be done. I did what I wanted to do and out. Then I would say just do it with the Dodgers then and be a Dodger for life. I can I can I can see that happening. If Kershaw says no, I want to I want to keep going. I can see a world where we have a 39 year old Kershaw as a number two three in a rotation. Being real, I'm not going to doubt his ability to be what Scherzer and Wayner are doing. If he wants to do that, he's got a curveball and a slider. He's not like a power pitcher. So. Um, that's where I, that's where I'm not going to say that he's going to be, it's a new Kershaw. Like, I think he can still be one of the best pitchers in baseball for the next five years. He's got all the talent in the world. So if he only wants to play two more years, I'd say stay with the Dodgers because a one team career is awesome. If he wants to pitch for five, then yeah, it would be like a pivot point and do the second half of your career somewhere else. What about the comp to mad bum? Wouldn't that be the counter to that? Well, Madman was a power pitcher who was like getting worse and really losing his stuff. Like a lot of the analytics were out on that. Kershaw had a three five ERA last year, and the year before that, like two. <laughs> it's very good pitcher. I have a trade rumors free agent prediction sheet up. They got him listed as the 33rd best overall free agent. They haven't predicted for a one-year 20. That's right. He's going to get what he wants. I just don't know. We just don't know what he wants. I mean, I just don't think the five-year deals are there. And I'm not really sure why. I just maybe that's what people are hearing. I don't. I, I don't know because yes, his numbers have been his numbers have been fine enough where you're you know would still pay for the quality of starter that he is, but why are, why are everyone, why is everyone saying one or two years? Has he come out and said, Hey, I, I'm, I got a couple years left in me. Yeah. I know there's like injuries and stuff and the healthy and all that, but I, I don't know. That's why that's what I don't know that it either. Either. I don't know if he's that kind of how I opened. Like I, I haven't tuned in. It's it it's, you know, they didn't offer him the qualifying qualifying offer, which is that's interesting or telling, isn't it? I mean, I think that means they, they want they want the draft pick, and they know he's going to get more than that. You have to offer the qualifying offer to the draft pick. They did not offer him the qualifying. Offer. Oh, they did not offer it. Yeah. So that's what is it? Is that what's ca you know causing a pause? Like are they saying, oh, well, he, they must know something about the arm? 
It's interesting. I, I have no idea. All I know is his stats are still very, very good. Okay. Last one. Uh-uh. Yes. Let's run it. Hey, what's up, guys? BBD. Uh, Astros fan here. My number one Christmas wish is that I can tell them I'm an Astros fan and that people will still talk to me afterwards. So uh, thank you, guys. Have a good one. Absolutely. Why are people mad at Astros fans? What they do? Well, some of them are mean to me. Well, to you, yeah, I understand why you have a problem because they've basically did voodoo dolls of you, but... Like uh, anybody else, why are you mad at the Astros fans? They had nothing to do with this. They, what's it's? You should feel bad for Astros fans. I mean, they got to experience some amazing things, but then kind of the soul ripped out of it a little bit. I mean, maybe you're just indifferent because they did get to experience actually winning a World Series. You can never take that away from them. But like I said, afterwards they take a little bit of the soul out of it. I don't know. Always welcome here. I ain't mad at him. Yeah. Unless you're mean. Okay. I mean, great job. Thanks, everyone, for calling in. A little recap here. Angels, we got Rodon and Luis Castillo. I think Castillo should be on more people's wish list. Cubs, Correa, 10-year deal or story. St. Louis, Pools, reunion tour or story. Giants, Joey Bart to be good. Pittsburgh to get a new team to keep Brian Reynolds, O'Neill Cruz to get good. New York, Olsen, Boston, Story, Schwarber, Brewers, run support for Woodruff, Nats, sign one-year guys to trade them or sign young guys. Padres, something to go right. Chris Bryant in left. Royals, Nicky Lopez to stay good. Dodgers, Kershaw return, and just to get what he wants. Houston, to be liked as a as a as a baseball fan. A lot of good wishes. What are you wishing for, Jake? Uh for Clayton Kershaw to be happy, just like yeah. that other guy. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. And a shortstop. Mm. Shortstop. Yeah. All right, cool. Um are we recording next week? What's what's our plan? We are doing one episode next week. You tell me, boss. We had mapped it out. But I don't know. Do you remember BBD? We'll figure it out. I th- think it'll just be one. I think one it'll episode. just be one episode next week. Everyone enjoy your Christmas. If you celebrate Christmas, if not, enjoy whatever you do on these days. Happy mm. time. <laughs> <laughs>